This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. If I believed in ghosts, I'm sure I'd be frightened by now. But since I didn't, the pounding in my chest must have been due to exertion. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. All right. This is kind of a Halloween episode. We didn't, I didn't really plan this. So Mike and I were looking at what to talk about. And I guess I shouldn't say Halloween, but spooky, right? So It's spooky. Yeah. yeah. It's fitting. For, yeah, for exactly. October. And... I was just looking up stuff, and we decided we wanted to do Magnum PI, and I found this one. And I, was, I think I even said to Mike, I'm like, hey, wait, there maybe is a ghost in this one. <laughs> so it just kind of turned out that it is. So uh, which one are we doing, Mike? Which Magnum PI episode we watch? did we it's, watch? It's uh, Magnum PI Season 2, Episode 21. You know what? 21. I didn't write down the name. I'm sorry, not 21. Was Three. it? Two plus one? Okay. Two plus one. <laughs> episode two plus one. Um, and I didn't write down the name. Something Mary. It's the woman on the beach. <laughs> Nothing to do with Mary. Okay. The woman on the beach. Yes. Yeah. Nothing to do with Mary. Okay. Yeah. So it's um, again, it wasn't planned, but um, it does kind of have some spooky elements that we'll get into. Obviously. Um, yeah. It's, it's very fitting for the. Yeah. The no. Exactly. And uh, before we get to get into it, uh, when I had posted that we were going to do this one, um, one of our followers, Moose Matson, he had mentioned that he remembers watching. Uh, he I didn't say when exactly, or if he did, I forgot. Sorry, but uh, that he remembers watching at like a time when they did like five days of Supernatural Magnum PI episodes, like probably in reruns or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I do remember there was always some kind of weird episodes that they would have. And so I did kind of look up or try to look up what all the different episodes were. And one of them was, uh, remember the one where he's uh, out in the middle of the ocean by himself? He gets knocked off his kayak or whatever. And he's treading water for like 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. They list that one because Rick kind of like senses that he's out there or whatever. (laughs) So Right. And then... I, I know, like one of the, it may have been like the last episodes, but where he was in a coma or something, but he was still like following people around talking and hearing. Yeah, him. I do remember something like that too. Yeah, so there was always that little element, I guess, somewhere in the background. But you know, Hawaii does have a lot of um, spiritual elements, I guess, to the island. So maybe that's why they kind of picked on that. Could be. Yeah, but uh, uh, so we got uh, Judith Chapman's playing uh, dual role kind of in here, and I, you know I saw her. I'm like, she looked really familiar. I couldn't place her at first, and I looked, and she was on 793 episodes of The Young and the Restless. I'm like, oh, I probably saw her in ads that <laughs> <laughs> show or something. Oh, sure. Yeah, because my mom, my mom didn't watch that show, um, but it does look like she was 44 episodes of Days of Our Lives. But um, but I'm sure there was some crossover stuff, or who knows, or whatever. But yeah. Oh, she was on some murder she wrote too. Oh, that makes sense. Hmm. 
All right. So how does this start off, Mike? How does this episode go? Well, we start back in 1945. And And you know it's 1945 because the camera is really blurry. (laughs) (laughs) And it also says 1945. (laughs) Sorry, I don't want to interrupt already. But one thing I noticed, so this show was what, 81, 82? 82, I think. The title card graphics were pretty rough. I mean, even as I said, like summer of 1945, it's like the letters weren't almost all straight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like your like videographer made the the titles from his camcorder back in the day or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Sorry. Go yeah, ahead. All right. So we're driving along in 1945. A soldier gets out of this car. At least it looks like a soldier. I don't know. And he, he passes by this lady in a dress, dressed all in white. So initially I'm like, oh, it's a wedding. Right, because it's like on some kind of grounds. It looks like there's like yeah, like some estates so, or something. Yeah, yeah. So she's outside. And there are people dancing inside, and she's really got this like flowing gown and uh, you know, I don't know, like headdress and stuff on. So um, she looks to be like she's running away. At least I'm building this story in my head already that you know that she's already on, running away from something. She's she's already running away, but then she starts twirling and stuff. So I'm like, okay, she's just having a good time. She's in good good mood, and um, then she comes up on this soldier, and he's kissing a girl, and it's nighttime, right? But she like interrupts them, right? Yeah, just so that, <clears throat> and they just they leave. And at first, I, I thought that was like her boyfriend kissing somebody else or something. Yeah, like that. that's where I thought it was going to. I'm like, is there going to be uh, a fight here? But then they just took off. So that was like, all right, she's going to ruin the moment for them. But so uh, she looks all happy and she's she's calling for Clay. She's like, Clay. But, and then so a couple, she's on a tennis court now. And um, a couple balls come bouncing at her from off screen. And so I'm like, okay, Clay's. You know, lobbing a few balls at her, teasing her. Or is it Clay? Mm-hmm. So she she walks over and she went from being very happy to looking kind of startled, right? And starts starts to back up, and and then eventually run. Um, and trip. So and trip. She falls in the grass. Because of course, you know, this is like every horror movie right here. You got to exactly. fall down when you're running away from someone that's just walking towards you. Right. And I was thinking that too. He would like to show his legs and he's just walking. Yeah. So if she walked at a fast pace, she <laughs> got away. If but, she was speed walking, she would have gotten away. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But she, she decided to run and she fell with all that long dress stuff going on. Um, but she gets up and, you know, heads into the greenhouse, I guess. Um and hides in there, and clearly, like it's the closest building with the door wide open. So he figures she went in there too, <laughs> and he, so he he goes in, and she's sort of hiding, not really putting like, too much effort into it. Yeah, but I'll tell you, I've thought about this too. Like, if you're in a situation where you're hiding, and and the like the I don't know the bad guy is getting close to you, I think the adrenaline in me would just cause me to bolt out of there. Whether he knew I was there or not, what do you think? I think I, I guess I don't know. I've, I've never actually, been. In I don't know situation. why. 
<laughs> I've thought through that, but um, so she did exactly what I would have done. He's getting close, so she she runs, um, but not a good exit strategy. That she goes to a door that's closed and, and locked, locked on the locked outside. from the outside with a like a padlock, right? And um, she screams. and the way the lock was, it looked weird, like. It, like the lock wasn't like on the outside of the door frame. It was like kind of like half in the door frame. <laughs> I just couldn't figure out how that yeah. lock was put together. I'm not not sure who installed that. Yeah. But. And then I thought, I'm like, was it trying to keep the plants from running away? I don't know. Right. <laughs> because they leave the front door wide open. Why lock <laughs> well, the back door? All the plants keep sneaking out of the back. We got to <laughs> lock, put a lock on this door. Yeah. Um. But and then she calls for Clay some more because I'm like maybe it was Clay and he's just nuts. But she's like Clay, help me. <laughs> and then fade to black. Yeah, we assume she's dead at this point, right? And then we uh, cut to the King Kamehameha Club and uh, Tom Thomas and TC are trying to pick up Rick and bring him to a seemingly a strip club. Um, <laughs> they don't really come right out and say it. But it's like, it's the red light club. You know, the one that the cops keep shutting down. (laughs) They're like a bunch of like college kids. Yeah, exactly. And And he's like, no, I'm not into that anymore. He's like, I'm in love. (laughs) Yeah. And And they just bust out laughing. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I got a little clip of this because, yeah, hold on, I'll just play it. It's easier. I want more out of life than booze and one night stands. Why? (laughs) <laughs> because in just a little while, a woman who I am very serious in love with is about to walk right through that door. Really? Who? Her name is Janice Cooper. I met her right here at the club. Hey, that's great. I didn't even know about it. Rick, when? Two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Yep, that's how it goes. <laughs> and TC, the voice of reason, you know. I want more than one night stands and booze. Why? <laughs> yeah. Love so that. yeah, so he met this girl two days ago and supposedly it's you know she's Mrs. Wright. He could feel it in his gut. <laughs> TC's like, yeah. maybe it's something you ate. Um again. Yeah, they're just giving a hard time. Yeah. So they're like Magnum's like, okay, if this is really the one, I want to meet her. Let's he's like, All right, you can stay here for two minutes, you know. By the way, he's like prepared or I should say he's had the club prepare. Because, you know, of course, he's the manager, yeah. so he has them do everything for him for free. And some nice dinner, and he's got champagne and everything ready. So Right. He's in a suit. Yeah. Candles in going. a, of course, a white suit. Um, so, <laughs> so, you know, he's like, yeah, you guys can stay here for a five-minute meter, then you got to go. And we don't see a time, but it seems like it's been hours that <laughs> we cut back to them. And yeah. Rick's like, I don't know. I don't know what could have happened. And it was a Magnum or TC. He's like, well, why don't you just call her? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Magnum. He's like, just give her a call. Yeah. See what's going on? So he does. And he gets a house sitter that's watching her house. Apparently, she met somebody and is run away to get married. <laughs> In yeah. the one day since he met her, right? Yeah. And then at this point, I thought they're going to like bust out laughing at him again. But they didn't, so I mean, no. that was kind they of, waited until at least he left the room. Yeah, <laughs> they started laughing crazy. at him after he left the room, and then yeah. they ate all his food. They did. You're right. Yep. 
I mean, it was all put together, so. Yeah, I mean, why let it go to waste? What are you going to do? Exactly. Throw it out? That's just wasteful. Yep. Might as well have some weird pork or whatever they were eating. I forgot what it was called. It was some fancy dish. Yeah. So Rick, so, he's going to go get drunk now. Yeah. Right why he just didn't want to go to that bar then with the guys, I don't know. <laughs> but he just, no, right. But he just he wants to get dr- drunk on at his own club, I guess. So Yeah. Because um, that's a good look. He, the manager of the club yeah, to go yeah, get a hammer at the bar. On duty. You know, Jake Tapper from Bar Rescue would give him shit for that. <laughs> yeah. You ever watch that show? I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. So he orders us a, a scotch and a cigarette. Even though he quit smoking, yeah. and um, and I think he says, "Keep him coming." Yeah, <laughs> Keep and then he sees this lady until you have to carry my ass out of this place, <laughs> right? But he sees he sees this lady uh, that catches his eye, and it's it's the lady we saw in the first scene from 1945. Or is so it? she is she's at the table, <laughs> and I think she has the drink. I don't really know, but she yeah, was, she had a she, she like really a glass of wine or something. Right, and he's like, are you a member here? She's like, oh, no, I'll leave. Well, the thing is, is like, he goes and sees her, and immediately he's already forgotten this other lady. Because it's not like he's just going up there to be a jerk. Are you, I I have a clip of this. Are you a member here? But he's like fascinated at this point, (laughs) mesmerized by this woman Yeah. after just seeing her. Now, I'm not saying she was ugly or anything. Don't get me wrong. No, I don't know if they... But they did something to like make her eyes look bluer or purple or something. But they, her eyes lenses. had like a kind of vibrant color to it. Yeah. Well, here here's uh, Rick going up to her. Are you a member of the club? No, I'm not. But it was so lovely. I. <laughs> Forgive me. Of course, I'll leave. No, 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 please don't leave. Stay here and be my guest. My name's Rick. I manage the club. What's your name? <laughs> no, 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 no. Stay here. Uh, I run the place. Yeah. You know, hey, <laughs> come hang yeah. with me. I'll get you all the free glasses of wine you want. That's right. You're in my custody now. Yeah. But yeah, so, so she stays or they, he's like, hey, let's go for a walk. Yeah, they go for like, a walk on the tell, beach. Tell me, because you look very problemed. Right. But, uh, <laughs> He's like, let's hey, let's go issues. for a walk on the beach. Trust me. Right. <laughs> and I wrote down here, okay, creepo. Because, right. I mean, you literally just met her, and you're going to go walk on some dark beach dark. with her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so they go. They go on the beach, and they're walking. And um, she kind of speaks almost like a Brit, but without – the accent, sort of, right. if you she's, can imagine that. She's like a socialite. I think that's what you're supposed to get across, you know? Yeah. She's got uh, money or something. Yeah. So she talks Culture. <laughs> and, Not um, like us. <laughs> it's like she was acting in a play. It was like that kind of... Right. Oh, voice, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's a good way. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. I am acting. Then, can you tell I am acting? I'm currently acting. <laughs> but... So she tells him how Henry Ellison was her love. And he's like, oh, the 65-year-old shipping magnate? <laughs> exactly. And she's, you know, And the way he like talks, like, he's like in his 60s. <laughs> yeah. Like that's like 120 years old at that point. Yeah, I did right. look up to see how old Rick was here because I was like 
how old are you at this point, Rick? But he was I'm like guess in his early thirties. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. All right. So then uh, they quickly move in for a kiss and for a second and a third, and then she's like, uh, I don't know what. It was just kind of a awkward moment. She's like, "Please, will you refill my drink?" And at that moment, I knew, of course, wouldn't you know that? That she's going to disappear. <laughs> she's going to give you her glass. And yeah, you're. Oh, she's gone. She's like, that's the, the only way to get rid of him at that point. Yeah. You're, um, so, you know, you're great and everything. Uh, hey, can you get me another drink? I'll, I swear I'll stay right yeah, here on this right beach by myself. On the dark beach right here by myself. Now, so granted. He, you know, he takes about go ahead. three steps, though, to, to his credit before he turns around. Right. And she's gone. Yeah. Spooky. <laughs> that's my that spooky song <laughs> yeah and um yeah so then we cut to um higgins practicing fencing and quoting shakespeare yes uh, i not sure that was this was like a weird like b story that they just really seemed to need for time because higgins was in this episode for a total of like a minute and 20 seconds i think yeah and the um, dogs were watching him like they were the audience. Right. And it turns out Higgins putting on some, oh, shoot. Do you remember which Shakespeare one it was? I forgot what it was. No, no, I don't. But anyway, he was going to put this on, and he wanted Magnum to be an extra. And he's like, no, I'm not wearing tights and doing this stupid stuff. But some lady was supposed to come, and it's going to give a bunch of money, and I don't know. I think it was her idea, right? She wanted yeah, to see him. Yeah, something like that. I, I don't know what the point of that whole story was because then he's like, whatever. Well, he, he leaves. Yeah. What? Right? I mean, he just. So he kind of he uses that a little bit later, but. We'll, yeah. We'll get yeah. back to it. But as he's leaving, uh, as Magnum is leaving, Rick is coming in the other way and beeping, 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 beeping. He's like, hey, hey, I need you to find a girl. He's like, hey, give it up. She's getting married. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 not her. Another one. He's like, what? And this was, uh, I thought this was a funny line. He's like, but it's time for brunch. I'm like, who are you? Yeah, right. You're like a 35-year-old single man, and you're talking about wanting to go to brunch? I don't know. It just seemed kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Granted, he and is in Hawaii, and I'm sure there's a lot of brunch spots there because it's a I'm sure. you know, a hot vacation spot, but yeah. it just seemed kind of odd. And he was pretty reluctant too. He's like, you know, really, like two days ago, you were gonna, this, right? You know, you had Mrs. Wright. No, yeah. you have somebody else, and she's missing, and now we got to go find her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But did you murder her by chance? Is that why she's <laughs> Rick, missing? Rick, you're pretty shady. I know that. We're friends, Rick, I know but, all the uh, people you know from that first club <laughs> in the pilot episode. Yeah. Um, so they immediately go to see Mr. Ellison because she mentioned his name, right? Yeah, and. Um, so they're sitting there and he's like, yeah, I don't usually talk to private eyes, but, um, you know, they, they I, I think I'm going to make this long scene short, but they it's basically funny. see her picture on the wall and they're like, yeah, that's the girl. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it can't be because she died 35 years ago. And then he starts getting into the story. People claim they've seen her over the years and, you know, I think people are just someone's just playing a cruel trick on me, and because he loved her and he was gonna marry her. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And was she, he gonna marry her? Yeah, he was gonna marry her. Right. 
And so he talks about how people keep seeing her. And what it made me think of, remember the story of Resurrection Mary? You're, yes. You've heard that story. Yeah. Hell yeah. So those of you who don't know, Resurrection Mary is a Chicago story where people say they, they're they driving down this one area um, and they see this South woman side. and they help her. It's always raining, right? And they help her get a ride. It's like hitchhiking bro- or something. Yeah. Yeah. And a wedding dress. A ride, and then she disappears when they get by this cemetery where she's buried. And they all freak out and the car seat's wet or whatever. Yeah. So it kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. You haven't heard that I've story never, in a long time. No, I haven't, but it just popped right in my head. Yeah. So since the 1930s, that story's been going on, by the way. Really? Yeah. My my uncle made a claim to, to seeing, seeing her on the Did side. Did he give her a ride or just saw her? I think he just kept going. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> That's what I would have done. Yeah. But anyway... Um, you know, Rick's like, I didn't kiss a ghost. She's, you know, that's a real person. Yeah. And um, he's, tr- you know, the Ellison guys, you know, trying to be sentimental. It's like, when she died, something in me did too. And I never got married. I'm like, okay. But you're a rich, <laughs> you're a rich guy. So you probably had plenty of women. I'm sure you were yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And at that point, too, I was like, all right, let's move along with the story. Because I didn't want to hear his sappy. You didn't want to hear the sob story. No, I didn't. It this so at one point in this movie or this show, I I was actually like, I lost track of time. It was I thought it was so good. I'm like this. It's almost over, you know. (laughs) So I actually enjoyed this a lot. So I was into it. I didn't want to waste time with him. I want to hear more about her. I gotcha. Uh, so they go, I think they go to the library or Magnum goes to the library. This is a weird scene. Yes. It he is goes a very to the library scene. and the librarians like hooked him up with some newspaper article. The only thing they could find on this woman from, you know, 35 years ago. And like while he's sitting down reading the paper, she's like primping herself and like right. unbuttoning her shirt. And yeah. Like Getting all sexed up. I don't know. Right. She keeps looking at the clock because you realize the clock says it's like 4.55 or after 5 o'clock or something like that. Yeah. So I wasn't clear. Like, did she have somewhere to be? Or I think so. I thought she was preparing herself for Thomas. At, no. You know. But she, you know, she says that, you know, there really isn't much stuff there. And he's like, well, has someone else come in for anything on her? He's like, she's like, yeah, about a year ago someone did. She's supposedly some relative, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, who was she? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, what did she look like? And then I got a, I got a clip of it, but she says something like, well, she was pretty. She's like, not that you would notice. <laughs> yeah, right. What the hell does that mean? But here, I got a clip of it here. Well, do you keep any old records, something that might have her name on it? No, she never checked anything out. Did all of her work here. Hmm. Can't you tell me anything about her? Um, yeah, she was pretty. She was very pretty. But I don't suppose that means anything to you. <laughs> That's her walking away. Yeah. Why would she think that? <laughs> and so that's much, why I thought she 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 was kind of preparing herself for him, and then he just didn't even notice. So. Yeah, I, I I don't know what they're insinuating there. I don't know if they were trying to insinuate that she thought he was gay. I I or <laughs> just he was. Just he had his head in the newspaper. Not paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like every other man. You're constantly reading your newspaper and not looking at me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
so so then you know that's it at the library so she heads he heads to uh back to higgins because like when all else fails go talk to higgins he's he's always got some information right so he, he talks to higgins and he's like hey look i'm trying to find this stuff on this girl and higgins is going on about this play and the donor <laughs> and higgins basically you know, bribes. He's like, look, I've got some info. I'll tell it to you, but you got to do this play. So he's like, fine, I'll do it. And so then he, he, he tells a story where it's rumored that she killed herself, but a lot of people don't believe that. And she disappeared from her home the night of the party and the body was never found. And the rumors are that she, she haunts the estate. Right. I think that wasn't the car found like that it, drove over a cliff yes because again this is the 1980s tv show so a car has driven off a cliff somewhere we don't get to see it right unfortunately yeah but they think her body floated out into the sea they probably didn't want to ruin like a car from that long ago you know oh off the cliff you know for (laughs) us to see finally yeah i got you i see what you're saying no (laughs) i'm like what yeah yeah you're probably right um So Magnum then's like he, he goes to the estate now at this point to go check it out, and I noticed that he drives this Ferrari on the grass a lot. I mean, like just off, yeah. off road, and I'm like, he, he tears it up. I love when he does it too. <laughs> um, but he does that there, and I did notice that there seems to be some pretty well kept plants for a greenhouse from 35 years ago when he walks in there. But we find out later there is a caretaker there. Yeah. Um. You know, back to the Ferrari for a minute. Yeah, yeah. So the Ferrari is like a early 80s, uh, was like a 305 or something like that. 308. I I, 308. So I looked it up because I was like, I, I, still you want know, I wonder how much those go for. And I, you can actually get one for, you know, with high mileage for like $45,000. Yeah. Yeah. Or with low mileage for much more than that. <laughs> Yeah, I used to totally want to get one of those. Like you, like you said, you can get it for like forty grand. I'm like, well, that's like getting a new car, except it's right. forty years old, <laughs> and right. it probably it's costs a old. shit ton of money to fix anything on it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you really can't put the groceries in it or anything. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You'd look cool. I would totally if you I would. got one of those. I would totally be just wearing a Hawaiian shirt and a baseball hat around all the time. Yeah, right. And a fake mustache because okay. I can't grow one like Thomas Magnum does. <laughs> Just get a pair of sunglasses with a mustache built into it. Just one of those then, those yeah. Ditka costumes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Um, so he gets to this place. Oh, and yeah. then so interesting here too is that they do you know sometimes Magnum narrates right. I think I have like that one story. that you're talking about. Okay. And this was like a scene where he he would do some some narrating. Yeah. Here it is. I think this is the one you're talking about. Pulling up. If any place looked like it should be haunted, it was the old Clifford estate. The overgrowth and the cobwebs were all legit. Not that I was scared, but I did make a point of going in the daytime. <laughs> Is that the one you were talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't, you know, and it, like this, I, this may have been the only scene in the movie or in the, I keep calling it a movie. That's, That's how good it is. Yeah. That, that he actually narrated. No, there was one other point. But yeah, they, there definitely wasn't as much voiceovers yet still for this show as it was like later on. Yeah. But in this, he kept talking about how he wasn't scared. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was pretty good. 
<laughs> it's almost uh, like he was like, hey, uh, can we do some voiceover work and just make it known that I wasn't scared? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Look, everyone knows Magnum's not going to be afraid of the scene. But, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so when he shows up there, he's walking through and then he sees her. He sees this woman in white now walking around. Right, right. And he's like, hey, wait. And they're kind of ch- – now, I don't have it here. Um, but I did post on Twitter. I posted some of the music from this "quote unquote" chase scene because I thought it was pretty, <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. It was like two minutes long, where there's li- nothing but the music slowly like building, you know. And I thought it was yeah. actually well done for you know. TV shows don't have they still have scores and stuff like that sometimes, but it's not like this. This was uh, I thought pretty good, but. Anyway, I, I, you know, it was. It's on Twitter. Just look for it up there. Yeah, check um, it out. Posted it not long ago. Maybe I'll do it again. But um, so he starts kind of chasing her around. She goes through the greenhouse again. Right. And he chases the same after greenhouse. Her, the same greenhouse. And this time she locks the door behind her, and he kind of gets trapped in there. And uh, at this point, I'm like. This episode is starting to look familiar. Like I remember this part, like in the where he. So like basically, he finds then her like a headdress, like the thing that was on her head, and it doesn't it, like it had the in initials. It. Yeah, what was her name again? Sarah Campbell. Shoot, hold on. Something like it. that. Sarah. Something. Sarah Connor. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, Sarah Clifford. Connor. <laughs> Sarah Clifford, oh, and um, he's like, huh? So. Again, this is where he doesn't believe in ghosts, but he's not so he's not scared. And then as he's walking through again, then he sees her. He's like, ah, I see you now. And she actually talks to him this time. Right. And he's like, ah. And she sounds just like the other one. Right. Exactly. And um, I think do I have think I have a clip of when they talk or actually she talks a little bit. She's like, Hey, I'm trying to right or wrong i'm trying to fix something he's like hey we're on the same page i'm trying to figure stuff out here too why don't we work together right and uh hold on i have that clip here if you can bear with me a second i think i do yeah all right then i'll explain see you're supposed to be dead but even if you were alive you'd be old enough to be my mother which you're obviously not so would you mind telling me who you are and why you dress up like gene tierney i don't know who gene tierney is I'm Sarah Clifford. And I'm trying to set things right. Set things right. Terrific. Now we're after the same thing. Can I help? Do you mean that? Of course I do. What's set wrong? (laughs) That's that play talk you're talking about right there. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to right to wrong. And so, and she she actually says Henry Ellison killed me. Yeah. And then Magnum's like, "Oh well, why don't you call the police?" And because they don't believe in the ghosts or whatever, I don't know. So she didn't call the police, but she says he did it here, like on the property. And um, then she bolts again, and, and so he chases after her, and in the pursuit. He gets a shovel in the head. Well, first a shovel in the groin or belly. (laughs) Then he bends over. Then he gets hit in the head. How he was not dead, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Because he got hit pretty good. So, 
dude drags him off and puts him in a chair. And he, it's like some old deaf German guy. Right. Now, played by to me, Kenneth it, Mars. All right. Tell me, is, do we know anything about Kenneth Mars? Yeah. You know who he is if you'd see him without all that makeup on. Um, okay. Because I'm like, this guy seems like a comedian in makeup. Yes. And I just no, can't he, picture who he is with the voice and the way he's talking and stuff. Yes. He, no, he totally is. Uh, from the producers. Um, hold on, let me go back into the um, the shows that you would. I should I should have looked him up. I'll look him up right now too, just to see it. Yeah, no, uh, Laverna Shirley in the Army. Oh, animated series. I'm like, what the hell was that? <laughs> um, oh shoot, hold on. Love American Style. But, uh, that's he did, no, he did a he did a lot of stuff, but oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know who? Yeah, yeah I can see. see I, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's older, but yeah. Like so he was born in thirty-five. So in this episode, he was like mid-forties, early forties. He born in Chicago. So Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, from Chicago. Yeah, Hannah Montana, Columbo. Okay, yeah. This guy's in all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah um, you definitely know who he is. But yeah, but I, I had can to look tell. Him up too. Oh, was he? What the hell was this? He's in some kind of uniform here. Looks like. Uh, I don't know if it's like a Hogan's Heroes type thing he looks like here, but yeah, I think he um, did. He do Hogan's Heroes, or or that might be from the producers, the movie, the producers. Oh, maybe, yeah. Oh no, there so he, he um, Academy Six, City Under Siege. <laughs> oh, really? That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but when you see this guy and you hear him talk, and you know, like you you know, it's somebody else that you've you've seen. I mean, right? Like, why they just didn't yeah. get an old guy? <laughs> Right. Play the character I don't know. There's something about it. Yeah. It's like they wanted to make it kooky. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, what? So then where are we? So he is. He just we're, basically um, says that he works there and uh, he yeah. asks Magnum. You so know, cause Magnum says why he's there. He's like, did you see her today? <laughs> and uh, he and says, it, yeah, she's been coming around a lot. Um, she's dead, and that's why she never changes. I'm like, what? <laughs> Magnum's like, what are you talking and, about? And then and he it, tells her to go see Lisa Page because she's the one writing oh, yeah, the book. Yeah. 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 So, but here's what I don't get. Okay. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Magnum's a big guy. Um, he gets hit by a shovel, like knocked out cold. And when he comes to, he's just chatting with this guy like they were buddies instead of like lunging at his throat right. for hitting you him with a shovel. Almost killed me with a shovel. <laughs> right. Why don't we he's just, just hang so out chill and about chat? It. Yeah. But yeah, I guess it's more productive that he just talked it out with them. Because uh, yeah, he did find out that, hey, she's got, there's somebody writing a book about her. Right, that was I don't know if she yeah. was there asking questions or something. Right. But so so he he takes that information and I think he and Rick go go yeah. back to find. Yeah, he and Rick goes there goes to her place. Where I don't know if it was her house she was renting. I don't know how they found her. They didn't really get into that. But he's a PI, no, so right. he can find anybody. Yeah, we just assume. Yeah, he knows the way to do it. Yeah, he can find um, anybody. So they knock on her door, 
And this girl opens the door, and it's clearly the ghost, um, <laughs> not dressed in all that stuff. Like the the ghost dressed as a modern day person. Rick's like, "That's her." <laughs> yeah, and and basically they like, like exchange words, like, like a heated argument at the front yeah. door, and then she invites him in. Yeah. They say, "Well, they, once they say they, that you know, he that Rick saw her, she's like, whoa." How many times have you seen her? That gets her intrigued or changes her whole attitude. Right. And she's right. like, come on in. Now, this is some lady letting two strange men in their house that was <laughs> acting all weird. So I don't know if that's a good and idea. I, <laughs> and I, I, I have my, I'm like, I don't even know if they identify themselves as to, no, you know, being a PI or whatever. No. She's just like, come in. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah. So they go in. And, uh, you know, like I said, she wants to know how many times you've seen him. And she kind of lets him in on some of the stories. Like, Sarah wanted to marry that Clayton guy who th- she thought she saw throwing the tennis balls at her. Not throwing them at her, but to her. <laughs> and But she wasn't allowed to because she was supposed to marry the other guy because of some family thing. Oh, it was like Ellison set Ellison up, River. right? Yeah, Allison. It was like an Indian arranged marriage. Yeah, basically. Except they were two white Americans. I don't know. In Hawaii. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, She thinks she knows who killed her, but she can't prove anything. And, uh, you know, Magnum's like, fine. He's like, you know, he somehow gets her to make them some tea. She kind of, you know. Yeah. And she claims that Sarah was her aunt. Yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah. But yeah, so then the kettle whistle blows and she leaves the room and and Magnum starts snooping around. Yeah. Which, may, I mean, that, that kind of stuff makes me nervous just to watch. Like you're <laughs> well, snooping around and someone's going to gonna... come back in. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Th- Thomas is like rooting through stuff, right? Then he finds this trunk and like the costume is in there. Or the, you know, the white dress or whatever it is. And then she walks in and she's like, get out. And then I just wrote, uh, the bitch is nuts. Because clearly she's dressing up like this woman and prancing around. Um, and then when she gets called out on it, she gets all mad. Right. So then they, what, they go back to the a bar. The King Kamehameha Club, yep. Oh, was it? Yeah. It's a super, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, you recognize it? Yeah. Because okay. that's where they always uh, go because they probably get free booze. Rick just writes it yeah. off or whatever. Yeah, right. And it's still- you Just put it on someone else's tab. Yeah, which I think is somehow part of Robin Master stuff, right? Isn't there some connection with that oh, bar? Because Higgins, I don't know. I think maybe, was, maybe. Yeah. But, but what uh, I thought was funny- the, like this, the, Huh? Did you notice the white snake- video girls that walk by in their 80s bikinis <laughs> yeah, right at the exactly. beginning of the scene. <laughs> but what I was also <laughs> focused on was, so Rick is just like rattling off. I'm never going to fall in love again. I hate women, blah, 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 blah. And Magnum is totally ignoring him. But <laughs> while he's sitting there drinking a beer and trying to figure out why this he saw this woman at the estate, is drinking a beer and eating hard-boiled eggs <laughs> at a bar. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yes. He's just... Cracking heart. He's got like a little basket. I'm like, what is this? Is, I, it just does not seem yeah, like I've been to Hawaii. That's not common. <laughs> well, maybe it was in the 80s. Uh, I don't know. But maybe. I don't know. It just does not seem like a good combination. 
And then he just, he picks up a phone. Like they're at the outdoor part of the bar. Yeah. There's a phone. Well, the whole thing's outside. (laughs) It's just convenient for him to have a phone, I guess. I don't know. Um, But I think it's TC that he calls. Yeah. Like, hey, what are you doing? And then. uh, (laughs) Want to dig up a body? (laughs) Yeah. The next thing you know, we see him walking with shovels. Yeah. And apparently they didn't tell TC what was going on. No, I actually have a clip of that because it's pretty great because they keep (laughs) dropping little hints and each time TC is like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) He like turns around. Um, Where was that? Oh, here we go. What do I get out of this? Fresh air, exercise, hearty meal, companionship. (laughs) I had enough of that now. Why the pawning shed? Because that's where the ghost disappeared. Ghost! Do you see, will you keep your voice down? It's not a real ghost. Lisa just dressed up like a ghost. She dropped a scarf, and the only thing I can figure is that's where she wants me to dig for the body. Body! Come on, TC, you don't have to dig. You can just stand guard while I reconnoiter. Stand guard for what? Uh, Yosef, the caretaker, he's a bit eccentric. Uh-huh. Hey. So... Then, then that's when Rick figures out, wait, so if TC is keeping an eye on things, you're going to reconnoiter? Is that how you say that word? Yeah, Basically do uh, recon work? Who's doing the digging? He's like, wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> and, <laughs> hey, you're you going, the one that's kissing ghosts. You got to dig up the body. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's the reason they got into this mess. So, But I, I thought it was a pretty large leap uh, to say – this is where she dropped the scarf, so I think she wants me to dig here. Like, eh, how did you put all that together? You know, I, did you did you pick up that same hint, or that what again? I would have been like, Say okay. So he found the scarf, right? He's like, the only thing I can think of is that she wanted me to dig where I found the scarf. Oh, okay. So I just don't understand like how he put that together how does that equal dig here you know that the scarf was on the ground there he was chasing her could have just fell or whatever i don't know okay so we won't get hung up on that no uh so so they start start digging digging, rick's got his shirt off (laughs) right and he's dug like he's like seven feet down at this point i'm like they really well, it's did dark it. now. Yeah. It's like they've been there for And hours. he's got this huge hole that he's dug by hand, I guess. He's I don't know how yeah. long he's been working on this thing. But I would have um, gave up. I would have been like two feet in and been like, dude. Yeah. Know, but this here. this scene is used in the credits. I don't know about today, but like later on when they come jumping around the corner and he's in the hole and he's like, Wah! You know, that's used in the oh, really? opening credits. Yeah. One of the other scenes is, too, the, the fencing scene with uh, Higgins and the dogs. That fencing one? Okay. Maybe it yeah, is. When yeah, when Thomas walks up. Yeah. Yep. Um, but anyway, so they go walking away and Rick's, you know, digging. And, at, you know, jo- that Yosef guy is starting to creep up. And I, I, I don't know why both TC and Magnum are in the same spot. I don't know how that helps. but. <laughs> But Magnum's like, he's distance. coming, and TC has a shovel still. Is he going to hit the guy with the shovel paybacks or what? Yeah. And um, at this point, Rick hits something. He's like, guys, guys. And he's trying to be quiet, and you know they're not listening because they can't hear him. And finally, he yells. He's like, guys. He's like, what are you doing? And they come. He's like pointing down, and then they show like he's dug up a skeleton. 
So they find, I guess, the body of Sarah. I don't know if they ever really figured that out. No one ever said. <laughs> they just found bones. Yeah, right. There's just <laughs> bones there. Um, and then we cut back to Lisa's. And there's a dude walking around with a gun. Kind of waist. We only see from, like, she's sitting down. And we only see from, like, his waist. So you see he's got a gun. And um, it's Ellison. And I keep calling him Ellison. I think that was his name, Mr. Ellison. And apparently yeah. he is talking about how he killed her. I think he was talking about how he killed her and buried her, like, right there on the spot. And then he's saying how Lisa looks like her and moves right. like her. And he's got her manuscript her from the book. She's like, he's like, how did you figure this stuff out? I'm like, a fourth grader could have figured this the way out. <laughs> yeah, <it's>, yeah. <laughs> how the cops didn't, I don't know. Yeah, there was no Hawaii Five O back then. That's yeah, why. and he's like, she refused me even after I saved her family's reputation. I don't know what that means, what he saved her on, but, um, but then he starts yeah, playing yeah. with her hair. Yeah, that was creepy. And he was getting weird. He's like. Uh, he's like, I want you to put this on. He like pulls out the white outfit, and I'm like, man, this is getting really weird. <laughs> yeah, this is taking a new turn. Yeah, and yeah. So and, he, and then he takes the veil and wraps it around her head. I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh. And then uh, they, so we cut back to Magnum and them, and they kind of figure themselves out. So they go back to her house, and they're already gone. So it's the morning now. I'm the timeline here is really screwy now because. It was at night when they found the bones. We have no idea what time it was when he was holding her at gunpoint and made her get dressed like Marion from Indiana Jones. <laughs> and <laughs> and then they show up the next day. And yeah, she's I'm sure Rick gone. had to go home and shower. He was digging that <laughs> Is that what it was? Hey, we already figured out that this guy probably killed her. Let's take our time and getting over there because <laughs> I'm sure she's fine. She just lets anybody in the house, so it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> yeah so they when they get there they're looking around no one's there there's an ashtray and magnum like holds up like a cigar piece of a cigar or something and he's like it's ellison and like so a lot of like um i don't know i i find a lot of leaps in in the detective work here where he picks up this <laughs> cigar and he just knows instantly who it is and then off they go to try to find him then they go back to the estate, which they were just right. at, and somehow they didn't run into him there. <laughs> they were just right, there. Right. They just Unless, again, there. maybe they did go home, clean up, then go. I don't know. Right. And then so they're at the at the estate, and Elson loses his shit, and he kind of thinks she's Sarah. And he's like, I don't want you to marry Clay. And then so she's like, hell, I'm, I'll play along with this. She's like, oh, I don't want to. And she kisses him. Yeah, she's smart. She plays it up. She's like, wait, this yeah. guy's losing his marbles. I'm going to pretend like I'm this person and see if I can get him to, you know. Yeah, take advantage of this. Yeah, let me go. But then he's like, I'm not that crazy, Lisa. <laughs> and, and I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, this is really freaking me out. And then she bolts. So uh, basically recreating the scene yes. from the beginning. Right. She so now we've seen the chase three times. <laughs> Yes. Once she trips with in the grass, runs and hides in the greenhouse. He goes in after her. Uh, she runs. And yes, the same back door is locked. Um, I went back to see if the lock was the same lock. Uh, <laughs> Did you? 
you can't really see. You can see it modern day. It's a, like a strong Yale lock. Uh, but in you know the old lock, you can't really see. It was too dark. But okay. Um, but he goes in after her, and uh, she. But she's able to bust through the door. You know, it's old. Because it's thirty five years older now. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, you know, it wasn't really installed that well, like we talked about at the right. beginning. Right. Yeah. You know. And um, so she busts through. And she runs into Rick, and <laughs> like Ellison just shoots him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I didn't see that coming. No. He just like Ellison turns the corner and it pops him. Yeah. He and goes then, uh, down like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. yeah. And then Magnum and then, comes um, around the corner and he goes into his shooting squat. I don't know. Yeah. He takes aim. Shoots him like three or four times. And where does he fall? Right in the hole that they right dug the up. Right. Which just kind of goofy, yeah. Um, and then, so after that, it's Magnum, TC, Higgins, uh, they're at the Tiki Bar. Where's Rick? Is he in the hospital? Not yet. Well, yeah, probably. Oh, no, right, shows right, up. that's right. But first it's them three. Yeah, so Higgins is talking something about the play where it's not happening. Right, so the- he's mad that the lady decided to do it. I couldn't get if he said in Samoa. He's like, you can't have Shakespeare in Samoa. And and like, I can't remember if it was TC or Thomas. He's like, why not? Who cares where it is? <laughs> well, and he's I, like, he said something about like, in gra- they can't do the play in grass skirts. Yeah. And they're like, so what? Why? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Right. So it was, you know, know, it was kind of. Did you weird... notice Magnum's sweater? No. Oh, was he He's wearing an old man sweater? He's got like a old man sweater on, like uh, Jim Rockford. In the last yeah, Rockford it was like episode. a thick green sweater. But yeah. Um, then Lisa shows up with Rick. That's where Rick was. Yeah. Oh, and before we yeah. get into that part, because I want to get into this too. What I want to see is the scene where they have to explain to the cops how this all went down at that house. Yeah. So you see this guy really killed this person 35 years ago. He thought she was her, but she's not her. Then when he was chasing her, who we realize is not her now, but is now the new person. But she used to like to dress up like her. So then I shot him and he fell in the hole that we dug that did have the bones of the old lady that we thought it was. (laughs) You know, they'd be like, "Um, you guys are all going to jail. (laughs) That's right. For a long time. Because the story but, is BS. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Rick and yeah. Lisa show up now. Rick and Lisa show up, and they're all everyone's friends. And you know, then Magnum's just like, you know, I, uh, I just don't understand, you know, some of the things you did, and like why you planted the scarf, right. how, how you wanted me to dig there. And she's like, I, I didn't plant the scarf. Yeah. How did you know? And, how did you know where she was buried? I didn't. But uh, right. here, I got that clip though, where they go into. I think it's a kind of a longer clip, but I got some of that here. I think. Oh, here we go. Yeah, this is a long clip. This is like a minute long, but I couldn't really clip it because I don't know. Just listen. Kimo, bring us a drink. Gotta know something. Why didn't you just tell the police where Sarah was buried? Yeah. Because I didn't know where Sarah was buried. I mean, 
dropping the scarf in the potting shed was just an accident? I was never near the potting shed, Magnum. Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. You mean to tell me you didn't dress up like Sarah and talk to Thomas at the Clifford Estate? Yes, I did. Ha! But I was never at the potting shed. Or the tennis court. Or the tennis court. Or the hot Or the hot house. Until Ellison chased me into <laughs> I've had enough ghost stories for this week. Good night, no, Magnum, Magnum, Magnum. Lisa, you've got to stop playing these games. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. So then he goes and walks away. He's like, screw this noise. She's messing with my head. Right. And then he goes to the beach and he just kind of, he lights up a stogie, right? Yep. And he turns around, and there's the lady on the beach. There's in her Sarah. White flowing robes. Yeah, Sarah. And then he looks over where Lisa's sitting, and she's still over there. Because, you know, sure, she changed in those 20 seconds. He went and ran over right. the beach. And then uh, the other person's gone. So the question is was there really a ghost? No, I'm asking you. What do you think? <laughs> um, I th- well, like, I was think, there yeah, supposed there was to be in the story? There was a ghost. Okay. That's Sarah helped. Sarah helped find her killer. Yes. Okay. Now, I, you know, in real life, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> there was no ghost. Uh, I'm not pulling so the bag. So you're saying here. Resurrection really, Mary is not a real thing? That's right. Okay. That's right. Um. Yeah, but this was good. So when it was over, I was like, yeah, th- this was a pretty good episode. And I'm usually not like the supernatural yeah. type, you know? Right. But it was just interesting. Yeah. And, and it wasn't real supernaturally because you knew it was somebody doing it, you know? But, you know, the little twist at the end. But I liked it. Good yeah, one. no, it was good. Um, it wasn't the best Magnum one we've seen, um, but it no, wasn't a and bad not, and, episode. And not a typical Magnum. No, well, right. And I think that's why, right? And I don't know if it was on purpose that they did this because this did premiere in October. Actually, I think almost to the day. Now that I think about it, I forgot. I meant to look that up, but um, yeah, it was like an October episode. Um, now I can't find where it says what date premiered. Uh, I'll find it, but um, yeah, Octo- yeah October twenty second. So I'm sure it was intended. You know. Yeah. But, because it couldn't it couldn't air on Halloween because the Charlie Brown Great Pumpkin special was on. <laughs> you don't go up against the Charlie Brown episode. Actually, I think these were on the same network anyway, weren't they? Um, I, yeah, I think so. Charlie, Charlie and the Great Pumpkin. That's a freaking powerhouse. You don't go up against that unless you want to get your ass in. <laughs> right. That's why they do all the primetime stuff before, and then they just save it for uh, yeah, Great Pumpkin. Yeah, so no, it wasn't a bad episode. Um, it just it wasn't a great Magnum episode. I mean, I shouldn't say it wasn't a great Magnum episode, but you know what I'm saying. It like you said, it was different. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. But it, it was worth watching, especially this time of year. Yeah, and I don't know. I think we got to find another spooky one to watch for this, yeah, we probably for should. the whole month. Everyone's doing it for this month. Is doing spooky stuff. So 
We got to try to find something. If anybody has any suggestions yeah, of, does Knight Rider have a spooky one? <laughs> or something? Did we do, what was the suggestion we got last year? Do you remember? Well, it was the Greatest American Hero we did last year. Are you talking about that? Oh yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't a suggestion, but that was a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that one. No, it was a suggestion. To that Cisco episode. told us to watch that one. Oh, it was yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, he told us to watch. All that right. One. Um, right. But um, yeah, I gotta look. I mean, I think it, someone did send us something like last year <laughs> about a spooky show, but it was, like, it was like a year ago, and I gotta find it now. <laughs> you would think so, I would right. take notes, but no. Why would I? Yeah, no, that just clutters things up. Um, so what? I I forgot at the beginning of the show we were talking. So we were trying to talk about new shows that we watch, and oh yeah. I, I spoil it by not watching TV. Um, yeah. But I did. So I wanted to talk about this. Would, would you because watch? Because I usually don't. So. Oh, wait, wait. How about I this? Just, How about this? Before we talk to that, let's run our uh, Big Heads Media promo. Um, yeah. We'll get that point. done. Let's we'll do get it. that in there. This is for uh, this, another this podcast called uh, Her American Story. It's actually a pretty cool podcast. I did listen to a couple of these. It's a good idea. So stand by here. Listen to this one. Do you love a good story? Her American Story is a podcast for anyone who loves a good story. First and second generation American women share their American experience. Sharing our stories helps us to relate to one another, build understanding, as well as provide representation for those that need it most. I grew up in a smaller American town and lacked representation in my community and simply in media at that time. I created something I wanted to hear. I hope this podcast reaches those that need it most, as well as serves as a collection of simply interesting stories. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HerAMStory. Everyone has a story. Share yours with me. Email me at HerAmericanStory at gmail.com. All right, cool. All right, so what did you watch? Okay, so I was... Sitting around, we're you know had a couple minutes to spare. A couple minutes. Flipping through the channels. So this is kind of relevant because it's sort of retro and sort of current. A very Brady renovation. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, have I you caught seen a it? little bit of one, two ones, but yeah. All right. So I think I might have caught like the last one or something. I'm not sure. But if you don't know anything about this, they basically bought the home that was the exterior outside shoot, yeah. yeah, exterior shot of the the Brady Bunch house, and then they renovated it to look exactly like every set from the Brady's Brady Bunch show, and it was incredible. <laughs> it was incredible. It's with the, like they had to take this the, house. The they actually had to add on guys, to it, and right? Stuff. It's What's with that? Drew and um... yeah, they weren't in the episode that I watched, but they're the ones they were, that they're in it, right? Though. They, I think, yeah, they have something to do with it. I think like all the HGTV or whatever channel it's on, I think they all have Drew something and, to do with it. What did it. I say? Drew and, I don't know. If, yeah. Anyway, Drew and yeah, Scott. Yeah. I know you're talking about those twin guys, yeah. right? So, but it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool like going you know, back and seeing like, you know, they rebuilt, decorated the bedrooms and they had like the wallpaper custom made and that kind of stuff. But, um, and then they had the cast. Uh, and... I found it extremely disturbing how old Bobby Brady is. <laughs> yeah, they're, like Bobby Brady they're, is an old man now. Well, I wouldn't say old and, man, but well, I mean, not I'm, you know, he goes from being a little kid, and now he's a 
you know, not a little kid. <laughs> I don't know. It was just it, like I've seen Cindy, you know, I know she did some radio work and, you know, I've seen Greg and Peter and they actually, Greg and Peter look pretty good, I think. I mean, yeah, I think well. Peter looks the most like he did when he was a kid. Yeah. Marsha kind of yeah, too. Marsha too, yeah. Yeah. And even Jan looked pretty good. Yeah, know? no. Um but I think part of it is like it depends on how old the kids were. I was actually thinking about this. How old the kids were when the show like Cindy, she was little, so she, you're gonna you're gonna change a lot. You know, she was probably like yeah. six when that show started, right? And she was yeah. probably only like nine when it or ten when it ended. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so there's a lot of change. Where like Marsha and Greg and even Peter, you know, they were teenagers, so you're not going to change a ton. So that's probably why it's so yeah, weird. That's true. And Bobby yeah. too. Bobby was really young, so he's going to change a lot. Um, Thanks. Thanks for talking me through that. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad better. I can help you. I feel better. It was. It was <laughs> yeah, I lost a little sleep. <laughs> cool show though. If you haven't seen it, I would watch it. How many bathrooms that. did they put in there? <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, they didn't add any. But they did. The, but did the kitchen you know, look the like it with Jill. all that brick and like? They did a the lot kitchen. Of, like, so wasted space. Apparently, the kitchen brick was fake in the uh, on the set. Oh yeah, I'm sure. So, but they they brought in real brick and they got the real orange countertops. Yeah. Dude, they even got the appliances. So somebody, they did like a crowdsourcing fan call and they're like, hey, does anybody have this model refrigerator? Oh, really? And someone, someone came through. Wow. And like had a working version of the refrigerator. <laughs> and that was their whole thing. Like everything had to be functional in the house. It had to all work. Yeah. So they, But what are they, they going to do with this they, house? They're not. I don't, no it could be a museum. It. I would go through it. You could walk through the Brady's house. <laughs> How cool would that be? It's in like some neighborhood like, in California, right? Like, like take a picture of me on the stairs and yeah. you know whatever. Yeah, yeah. You get your whole family there. You almost got the right amount of people to take another yeah. stairs. Exactly. <laughs> that's a good idea. Maybe, Maybe that's what yeah. they're doing. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. What do you do? Maybe they sell it, and someone actually wants to live in it. No, no one's gonna want to live in that. <laughs> they just wasted all this money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how long is that fridge gonna last if it's like fifty yeah, years right. old? Yeah. <laughs> you call a repairman so, over. I can't fix this. Yeah, they like, haven't made parts, parts for this in thirty years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but so not- that was my uh, that was my adventure with television. Gotcha. And week. I I started watching Big Mouth season three is out now, so. I recommend you checking that out. I told you about that when we went to go see How Did This Get Made. Remember the cartoon? Yeah. So that's yep. out now. I've watched, I only got like through one and a half episodes, but it's definitely something to yeah. check out. Uh, it's a really raunchy TV show. Nick yeah, Kroll Yeah, I remember you telling me. Created, yeah. You, it's a, you Nick Kroll, I shouldn't say it's just him. That's the only person I remember off the top of my head, but it, it's about a bunch of preteens and how life is terrible going through puberty and everything. And they have, um, Hormone monsters that are like the only they can see are just freaking yeah. great. So yeah, when you did tell me about it, you warned me. Don't watch it with the kids. Uh, just a little well, piece of news: the kids have already kids, watched it. But apparently. the kids are—I don't know. They already told me they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm seeing all about it." Yeah, I'm they sure they did. Well, I, actually, like I was talking to my—not about this, but I was thinking about something with him and you know not watching i'm like oh wait a minute he's old enough to go to our movie by himself so what the hell does it matter that's true yeah <laughs> so 
Anyway, our kids are old because we are old, and that's why we're watching right. TV shows from this era. Exactly. Anyway, um, we don't know what we're going to watch yet, but we're going to try to find something spooky. If anyone listening does have any suggestions, something from late 70s, mid 80s perf- would be perfect, but any time in the 80s is fine. Sure. Um, we'll even, you know, not worry about the whole 1984 thing, you know, that we're only looking at new shows we haven't done yet from 1984. If anything, you have something that's good Halloween-ish, uh, let us know. Uh, you can hit us up on our website. If if your suggestion is accepted and we, and we watch it, we will send you, I used to watch this magnets and stickers Yes, (laughs) because we have so many we need to get rid of. No, we don't have to get rid of them. We have to hand them out. And then, I know, like Mike said before, and which I did, by the way, see another podcast does the same thing. You get these stickers, put them somewhere. Take a picture of where you put them randomly. And I don't mean, again, nothing that's going to get anybody in trouble, especially us, because it has our website on it. <laughs> right. Not on the stop sign in front of the police station. Yeah. Or not on a cop car. Although the magnet will stick to there. You oh. can take it right back off. Yeah. <laughs> and the stickers will come off. Yeah. But so still, I'd don't actually do like that. to see it on a copy. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, hit us I'm up on our, our webpage, I used to watch this.com, uh, or our emails, Mike F, as in Frank, at I used to watch this.com, or Mike S, as in Sam, I used to watch this.com. Um, DM us on Twitter, I used to watch this, number two in the middle. Facebook.com slash I used to watch this, any of those spots, let us know. We'll uh, We need some help getting some good, spooky episodes. All right. So, yes, we determined this was a good episode, even though it was a weird Magnum PI episode. (laughs) So, yes, watch it. If you haven't yet, Woman on the Beach, see what your thoughts are. If you have any other thoughts, let us know. Tell us if we're crazy. Yeah. And maybe I'll put a poll up. Do you think there was a ghost or do you think it was just all Lisa Page? Anything else, Mike? Good question. No, I think that'll do it, Mike. <laughs> All right. So for this episode, I used to watch this. I am Mike Forgetto. And I am Mike Sullivan. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.